think that that's the same with Metallica. That's the same with Aerosmith. That's the same with a lot of these other bands. That, that <laughs> Aerosmith are, has no audience right now. Well, no, no, Death no. But, but Aerosmith has a forty. Aerosmith has a forty-year career. I mean, yeah. you got to stop at some point. Hello and welcome back to the Ear Fuel Podcast. As always, I'm Joel Freemark, and you can follow me on Twitter at, at @getearfuel or at the Daily Guru. The podcast is always available in the iTunes and Google Play stores under Ear Fuel and at getearfuel.com. This week, no album review. Sorry, we're going to get to a bunch of them next time. But this week is special because I have two guests joining me for what ended up turning into a very, let's call it, spirited discussion. We had a very big issue to tackle. So I'm not going to wait any longer. It's time to discuss just who is the greatest American rock band ever. So here's what my idea was, is that over the past few days, weeks, and months, America, it's been rough. And the idea of putting the words America and great in the same sentence is, it's making people cringe. So in an effort to kind of reclaim those words, I decided that... uh. I would bring the two of you along to discuss the greatest American rock band ever. So with me today, coming from one side of the universe, we talked many months ago, my good friend Ethan Fixell. Hi, Ethan. Hi, Joel. Hi. Do I call you Joel or Ear Fuel? No, you, you can call me you can call me Joel. That's 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 Mr. Freemark if you're nasty. Uh, and Ear Fuel is his superhero name. There we go. And on the other side, a person who we all know very well on the podcast is my good buddy Christian. Good to have you back, my friend. Hello, thank you. Now, both of you are very much into music, and it's one of the reasons we're friends, but you you, you come from different parts of the musical universe, and I figured if we were going to sit down and talk about the greatest American bands ever, the two of you would be able to offer some great insight. Now, Christian, you were getting into an interesting question about American bands and how we're qualifying this, so you want to jump into that? So when I, when we first started thinking about this and we were going to talk about this, one of my thoughts was a, a group such as Bruce Springsteen in the East Street Band or Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. From one side, you can look at it as these are solo acts with backing bands because how much does the East Street Band really partake in the songwriting process? Same with the Heartbreakers. So, I mean, that's something that I was had up in the air when we were talking about considering the best bands from the U.S. See, and to me, I feel like I hear what you're saying about songwriting, but there are so many bands where like one person writes all of the material and they could definitely sure. be considered a band. But to me, I see something different when it's Bruce Spring Springsteen in the E Street Band or Tom Petty in the Heartbreakers. That is an exclusive group that they make music with, not as opposed to someone like just grabbing a name out of a hat, Bob Dylan, who has different backing bands all the time. And and it's and it's a little bit more diverse. I think, I think someone like Petty or someone like Springsteen, I would listen to that argument because I I think they're slightly different. I don't know, I don't know what the two of you think. Do we want to include them? Do we not want to include them in this? Well, I was the one who actually brought Bruce Springsteen into the into the conversation first because I think he if if, if I had to pick one American you know musician, let's call it band, you know, he would be it. He and the East Street Band would be it. However. I am going to argue that we disqualify any band that has a name in the title just because 
Of the, yeah, I think the nature, the very nature of having one front man up mm-hmm. front and center in the name kind of already makes it a non-band-like band. I just, I feel uncomfortable with it. I think Bruce Springsteen, especially because he released albums without the East Street Band. Sure. There are plenty of sure. Bruce Springsteen albums. Sure, the Nebraska record. Yeah, Nebraska is, is a solo effort. Mm-hmm. How about mm-hmm. Tom Joad? I mean, there's there's a lot of them, dude. There's, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Petty certainly did as well, you know, Wildflowers. Exactly. And so for that reason, any artist that can work interchangeably between you know, releasing albums, you go to their Wikipedia page, there's no differentiation between Devils and Dust or Tom Joad or Nebraska versus Born to Run or Darkness on the Edge of Town. I mean, they're all okay. listed the same way. Christian, so how do you feel about that? Disqualify. How do you feel about that? I feel that's good. So then we'll go round robin. Everyone will name one and then everyone will name a second one. So we will have, in theory, six bands out there and then we will destroy them. So, Ethan, your first band that you would think would be worthy of this title. My first band that I'd like to nominate is Aggressive. It's it's Metallica. Okay, Metallica is on the list. Metallica. On my list mm-hmm. as well. Are, were they one of your first two? Um, it was is in my, my top three. But why do you think they should be on the list? Well, hold on. Let's just let's just get them out oh, there. If the, yeah, let's okay. just name them. So Christian, Ethan says Metallica. Christian. Okay, I'm going to uh, toss up a, a softball here. I'm going to put Pearl Jam. Okay, you're gonna put out Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam were on my list too, so we're in a, we're we're in a good place here. So we're in a good agreement place. So I am gonna go out there then, and I am going to to nominate the mighty Van Halen. Uh, and I knew interesting, interesting. Yeah, goddamn right, it's interesting. So hard on that I'm, one. I'm gonna fight you to Van, the end. I love Van Halen, but I, they cannot be on this list. Okay, I'll explain why later. coming up next, Let's Ethan, you're your second of two nominees for the list. Well, this is tough because I, there's, I'm glad that Christian said Pearl Jam because that, that was one that I was considering. I have two to choose from for my second, and I would kind of like you guys to weigh in and let okay. me know which okay. of sure. my two you'd like me to choose. Okay. One of them is the, is the granddaddy of all, and the other one was born of the granddaddy, but is arguably bigger can I, now. Can I, get, is, can I guess who they are? Go ahead. Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses. Incorrect. Ah. <laughs> Incorrect. Okay. I will actually, I, I will argue against both of those bands for other reasons. Well, not Aerosmith, but I would argue to the death about Guns N' Roses. Okay, so who are your two bands? <laughs> My two are The Grateful Dead and Fish. Wow. Yeah, um, so which of those two do you think is more worthy of being on this list? And I say this having seen Fish more than 300 times, neither? Well, that doesn't matter. You have to pick one. I, th- I, th- I think I, if I had to choose one, I would actually probably go with The Dead. I would go with The Dead as okay. well. Okay. All right, Christian, your second. So he took out Metallica. Metallica. Um, I'm going to put Foo Fighters. Wow. Okay. So now I am torn, actually. Uh, Then to add the last band to this list, it is the two bands I just referred to Guns N' Roses and Aerosmith. Well, Well, then can I argue? Let's take a third pass. Let's take a third pass. Do you want to do a third pass? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll put down three, and then we'll whittle it down. Okay, that. so I'll put Guns N' Roses and Aerosmith on there, and Christian or Ethan, you want me to throw fish on there? Sure. Okay, and Christian, your final? I, I'm going to toss two up there. I don't okay. think this one should be there because I don't like them, mm-hmm. but when I'm thinking of overall great band from, from the White U.S. Snake? Term, Wait, White Snake? We're going to nominate Poison. White Snake? Okay. Again, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of in, influence, yep. popularity. Sales, sure. Sales, touring, the whole shamir, and longevity. 
I'm not saying I like them, but oh, the no. Eagles. Oh, I knew you were going to say the fucking Eagles. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, uh, I don't fucking I like don't the Eagles, them. but holy shit, we have to. Yeah, they, they would be. It would be a travesty to not have them on here. Okay. Now, my other my other thought was the White Stripes. No, get out of here. I, I don't you think just, the White Stripes just, have just, the longevity. Okay. Just pretend that okay. that never happened. Okay, yeah, so what we have now on the list, in no particular order, Metallica, Pearl Jam, Van Halen, The Grateful Dead, Foo Fighters, Fish, Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith, and The Eagles. Okay. So, we need to first whittle this down to, I would say, three bands. Okay, so why don't we all go around, can we all go around and, and eliminate one that we feel strongly about? Just one that we get, like, a, we get one automatic, like, mix? I, I'm I'm okay with that, Christian. Are you are you okay with just any one band? We can kill any one band. Oh man! I, I will I, say this. I, you know what? You know what? Let's put one contingency. Let's let's make this like the government. You can do it unless <laughs> both of the other two people uh, say no. Ethan, who is the one band you would like to eliminate? I think we have. To, well, there's a couple that I want to eliminate, but the one that I have to eliminate is Guns N' Roses. Christian, because why? they give me give me your give me your stump speech. Why is that? Okay, you have to pretend that they don't exist after 1991. I refuse to allow them to, you know, the spaghetti incident and Chinese democracy don't exist. Okay, so we're saying that Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 was their last record. Correct. That's that's the only way that you can think about them. And that span up, that was just only four years from Appetite to Use Your Illusion. That was 87 to 91. Right, but they had already put out records before that. Let's not forget about Lies. Yeah, great. Wow, what an That's album. That's a fucking Jeez. great <laughs> album, man. Patience, fucking used to love her. Freaking mom, Dude, they, they cover Mama Kin on there, an Aerosmith track. Regardless, they formed in 85, they were done by 91. I think a six-year run is not long enough. And someone's going to say, oh, the Beatles rolling together for a I wasn't even going to say the Look, Beatles. I was going to say the Doors. I don't care about the Doors, and I don't care about... Uh, or uh, or great, Nirvana. Uh, sorry, uh, Guns N' Roses. Nirvana. Well, Nirvana wouldn't be... Nirvana would not be allowed to be on this list either because they just don't have the longevity. I think that there has to be a minimum requirement for how long a band has to be together to be considered the greatest American rock band. I just but what about, what about the influence that, that so many people hang on Guns N' Roses from Axel's uh, stage presence, songwriting, singing, Slash's playing? Uh, uh, let, me, let me jump in here. Okay, here, here's why I would argue Guns N' Roses, okay? And it's very simple. Mm-hmm. 100 million plus album sales. They are one of the three largest selling acts worldwide ever. The most anticipated band reunion ever. They were referred to as the modern Led Zeppelin. They were once called, I've done my homework here. They were once called what every LA band pretends to be. They had the punk, the metal, the blues, and they took hair metal into hard rock. The riffs, Axel's voice, I mean, tell tell me another band that defined rock and roll better than Guns N' Roses. Um, all of the other ones on the list. I can't I can't let Guns N' Roses be the first band knocked off this list because I I, I could make the argument they should be the greatest American rock band ever. All right. Well, can you please nominate a band to eliminate? If if I were to eliminate any band on here, to be honest, I would the first band I would take off of this list, even though I hate the Eagles more than life itself. The first band I take off this list is Fish. Okay. Okay. I I don't think you know. I, and and again, Psalm three hundred plus times. Love them. They they do not belong in this company. But is I'm going to allow. Listen, I, well, I was going to say I'm going to allow them to go. Let's let them go. But I want to just say for the record, the reason that I put them on is because there is no live band out there in the history of live rock bands that mm-hmm. has ever accomplished what they accomplished. No, no, nobody, nobody and can touch their live show. Yeah, nobody can touch and, their live and, show. 
And the longevity is unbelievable. The output is unbelievable. I mean, there is just so much that they've done. The reason that I'm willing to let them go is because they're very limited in scope. Yep. I know they have a lot of influence in, in terms of – they're actually very wide-ranging, but they're not – you know, they're not a very... They're not a rock band, and they have a very sh they have a very narrow appeal. Christian, you have a band that you can try to eliminate. Left are Metallica, Pearl Jam, Van Halen, The Grateful Dead, Foo Fighters, Guns N' Roses on their last leg, Aerosmith, and The Eagles. I, I would take off The Eagles, but I thought that just to, to, to be fair and to get out of my comfort zone, I thought they should at least be in a conversation. Uh-huh. You know, like I said, if you think back, you know, Hotel California, how many freaking millions of albums is that? They sold? are the so, biggest. Yeah. They are the biggest selling American band of all time. They, and that is a. And for fact. that reason, for for that reason, we cannot take you, them yeah, off the list. You, you, they have to be argued. As much as okay. I despise them, so so Christian, who will you knock off the list? Seeing that I'm looking at the list and see three of your all time uh, favorite bands on it. Oh, crap! This is tough. Do we have to take one off? Yeah, okay. dude, we're gonna have to get this down to mm -hmm. one. Okay, I'm going to say Van Halen then. I support that. I support that. It's done. Wow. Okay, well, you know? as I agree, because I agree to these rules, I'm just going to say this, okay? They are one of only three rock bands in history to have two 10 million-plus sellers ever. They are the 16th best-selling album uh, artist ever. They sold over 80 million albums. And David Lee Roth is the greatest frontman ever. Moving on, Van Halen. Nope. Although I believe Van Halen is the greatest American rock band ever, I will take Van Halen off the list because I will play by More, your stupid but, rules. Uh, <laughs> Listen, man, I, I gotta say the only other reason that I had to take them off is because they also had so much. Uh, their history was so tumultuous, and then you had the Sammy Hagar years. There's not a real definition of, of a band the way that a lot of these it's other fine. bands. It's fine. I get it. Yeah. No, I get it. So we will take you know? we will but, take Van Halen off the list. I just want to say they were my vote for the greatest American rock band ever. Is Van Halen. We we made a rule. We said unless two out of the three said no, so Van Halen is now off the list. So okay. we are now down to Metallica, Pearl Jam, Grateful Dead, Foo Fighters, Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith, and the Eagles. The next band I w I think now we just kind of have to talk about it. I I don't think the Foo Fighters belong on the list. I agree with you. We knock them off. I I can understand, but the this discussion kind of started back in April when my good buddy Neil and I mm -hmm. went to see Pearl Jam, and we were there in the arena, and we're like, how many how many current bands right now can consistently sell out arenas? Yeah. No, and, I think you can argue that right now the Foo Fighters are probably, if they were currently active, which they're technically not, the Foo Fighters are the biggest rock band on the planet right now. I think I think they, they won up Metallica. So let's 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 talk about the Grateful Dead. Um, few bands have played more shows than they have. Few bands have had that longevity. Few bands have have created a scene. You know, they they created this thing. Now, granted, they weren't the only hate Ashbury band by any means, but the the Dead are absolute icons my question is this are they a rock band okay yeah we, we've talked about what does rock and roll hall of fame really mean mm -hmm. well they yeah. put all there's all sorts of music in there so what is rock i mean in, in in general terms of like rock music yes i would say all these bands are in there now if you go something by the way of well i think if we're looking at influence bands that that are influenced by the dead you know the only outside of kind of folk and other jam bands really the only stretch bands that i can think of are the Black Crows and maybe Jane's Addiction in another way? I just I don't think that they had the the long lasting impact on other musicians. I don't know. I mean, but if, there, if if there wasn't, there would be no fish without the dead. Yeah, I, I, 
I totally disagree. I think that they completely defined an entire genre of music called jam band. Okay. I mean, Dave Matthews band, you know, all those bands, all those other bands. Well, thank you. That was great. All of these other bands in the 90s that rose, um, I don't know, Galactic and OAR. The jam band scene. The jam band scene. They're not, yeah. I mean, most of this music, I I would rather... You know, I would rather listen. I, I would rather listen to Donald Trump sing than to listen to a lot of those bands. But I have to give them credit. I mean, I love the Dead, um, and I really have come to understand how much influence they've had over popular culture as well with their music. Now, if you want to talk about the definition of rock, then you also have to talk about the Eagles because they're the, they suffer from the same mm-hmm. issue. There's yeah. a lot of stuff there that's like really not rock and roll that they played. Well, um, there's also, also a lot of stuff that. Definitely yeah. rock and roll. Yeah, but I'm looking at kind of like where where is the influence? To me, you know, if you're if you're talking about the dead, their influence is also very narrow. The bands they influenced. Whereas even if you take a band like the Eagles, who I really don't like, I feel like they, they have a wider range of influence in terms of the bands that look up to them have a wider range of sounds. I'm gonna disagree. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna disagree because and again, not to say <laughs> not to say that they know everything. But let's look at let's look at what's on Sirius Radio right now. Grateful Dead has their own channel. They do. They, there is a channel that Jam On. Where did Jam On come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grateful Dead, right? So they have like two channels almost in their, you know, because of what they've done. Okay. So, we, I, we can't let them go yet. I'm okay. not ready. I'm okay. Not ready. Ethan, who would you like to try and take out now? Well, have I already been denied of taking off Guns N' Roses? Is I that think for right now, I, th- I think we need to, we need to open the, we need to open the floor to either Metallica, Pearl Jam, then, or Aerosmith. I, I would prefer to take off Pearl Jam next if I had my choice because. <laughs> I'm going to step aside here. I'm just going to step aside and let Christian here in here. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, Christian. Here's the problem with Pearl Jam. Now, look, they're they're approaching some of these other bands in terms of number of shows, which is phenomenal. And their influence has been incredible. And they've had a very, very long career, so they certainly satisfy that. And they've had a lot of the same members throughout the whole uh, tenor, tenure of their careers. I think who what their drummer now is from what's his name from Soundgarden? Is that yeah? Band? He's yeah. He's been there for yeah. He's been there for 16 years. Yeah, so he's like, you know, I mean, that's he's 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 achieved full member status. So um, they they certainly satisfy a lot of that. And um, my biggest problem with them is also again a little bit of a crossover issue, a little bit of an audience issue. I think ultimately the band that we choose, and this is the issue with Van Halen. I think that they're incredibly talented and have incredible reach, but they also don't have the ability to cross over in some some respect and 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 sort of keep the scene going that they had in the 90s. It's just they're not truly as popular as they were. They have a very rapid fan base. So you're saying they're not they're not gaining new fans is your problem. They are not gaining new fans. So I don't then, think they're so becoming then, more relevant. So so then you feel that the fact that there were new hippies being born all the time and that the Grateful Dead <laughs> was kind of getting getting the the wannabe, you know, the wannabe hippies from the parents who were that 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 separates them from, you know, they were gaining a new audience. Absolutely. I think that that's the same with Metallica. That's the same with Aerosmith. That's the same with a lot of these other bands. That, that are... Aerosmith has no audience right now. Well, no, no, Death no. But, but Aerosmith has a 40, 
Edelson has a 40-year career. I mean, yeah. you got to stop at some point. 46, I mean, 46 yeah. technically. It's 46 uh, years. Up until, like, just, up until Just Cut Play, I think, they were they were gaining new fans. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think even on yeah. Nine Lives. Um, and by the way, Whatever. Uh, I mean, bo- then, bonus point, point, bonus point for years. naming Just Push Play. Bonus point on that one. <laughs> that, was, that was a third. And they were already 30 years deep by that point. Yes. So I feel like they've earned their stripes on that front. And I feel like Pearl Jam has only decreased with each album. In terms of popularity. See, but here's the thing is I think Pearl Jam are still making great music, in my opinion. The last record they put out, Lightning Bolt, uh, was the first record of theirs that I loved in a very long time, and I loved that record. I felt it was very... They are making... Making good music is not the same as gaining popularity. We're not talking about... Again, this is more objective than personal preference. So then how are the Eagles still on the list? How are the Eagles still on the list? They haven't gained new popularity in like 15 years. Because, dude, I mean, it doesn't matter if the career was now or 100 years ago. Their career spanned the course of, you know, at least 10 years. They put out... You Pearl know, Jam's 10, been around for what? About 25 now? 25 right, years? But you have, to look at the, you have to look at the course of the, of the career. I think the minimum is like a decade. You've got to be around for a decade. And I think through that decade, you have to steadily increase fans and gain new fans each so time. You don't, I don't know you the don't, program... So you, you feel that, like, in 2004, the fan base of Pearl Jam was largely the same composition as it was in 1994? Dude, it was way less. They went from Vitalogy, which was probably their peak, to No Code, Yield, then Binaural. Those were all, like, downhill, dude. But, but here, here's the Those... thing, is they're still, just for example, they're still selling out multiple nights at Madison Square Garden. They are, but their, but their trajectory was flat. And I'm trying to look for a band that keeps growing in trajectory. You don't want a band to just sort of like lull out. The Grateful I mean, Dead, granted, Arrow, the Grateful Dead, all, the yeah, Eagles, yeah. they all they all flattened out. Yeah, be, I was, was going to say Aerosmith too had some serious duds when Joe Perry and what's his name left. And yeah, that, in, like, the, in the early '80s. Up. But you know, Aerosmith is yeah. actually the only band on this list that had a late boom. You know, the 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 oddity of Aerosmith. You know, the late '80s, Permanent Vacation, Pump, Get a Grip when all of a sudden they were relevant again, they're the only band on right. this list that that happens with. Well, all right. So, so are both of you, neither of you are willing to eliminate Pearl Jam. Is that what, what I'm hearing? I, Ethan, did you go back? You, you tried to take off Guns N' Roses back there, right? I would like to take Guns N' Roses off more than I would like to take off Pearl Jam. Listening to your argument and, you know, gaining new fans, I don't know if, you know, Guns N' Roses, you know, had that quick, as much as I don't want to take them off either, but they had that quick flash, I said, and then, and then it was like it was done. If Aerosmith had, if they did a reunion tour, would they sell out stadiums and do multiple nights? Yes, I think any of these bands would. So that's that's kind of hard, that's kind of a hard measure to say. Well, can they can they do you know three nights in a row at Madison Square Garden? Well, any of these bands could sell it out, no problem. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like you said, gaining new fans and did the flame go out? In terms of like you know, creativity and stuff like that. You want to talk about Aeros or, well, hell, I guess you could go to Aerosmith. What was their last album, Joel, that was all, like, covers or something like that? And it yeah. sold, like, 100,000 copies or something like yeah. that? Not that everything is based off album sales. Honking but on Bobo, I think it was called. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, like, Honking on Bobo. God, I can't believe I remember that. God. Yeah, but, dude, I mean, that's just... But again, that's after talking about... There are just, like, a certain amount of years that you have to be together to earn that failure. And I feel like when they go from 73 <laughs> with their self-titled all the way up to honking on Bobo. I think we at least need to, we need to whittle down to three. Uh, Ethan, I think you and I, so, I think unfortunately, so then maybe, we got to take off Guns N' Roses. Wow. Wow. 
Okay. Both of my top. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Guns and Roses is off the list, bastards. Um, (laughs) So, and then, and then there were five. So here, let's change it up a bit because granted there are two bands we really haven't dug into, but I have a feeling both of them will make the cut out of the remaining five. We will each give our top two and that should eliminate a band. Okay. The remaining bands are Metallica, Pearl Jam, The Grateful Dead, Aerosmith, and The Eagles. Christian, what which are your top two? I would say Metallica. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go Metallica, Pearl Jam. Okay. Ethan? Oh, this is terrible. I mean, you know, and uh, yeah, this is tough. See, this the, is but the, tough. This, the, yeah, this is, this is going to solve a lot of it. <laughs> Who are your top two bands? I mean, my picks are going to be weird. My picks are going to be weird. It's fine. That's what we want. I think I'm going to go with Metallica and the Dead. Okay, Metallica and the Grateful Dead. Now, I just want to say the Eagles are like, I I wanted to pick the Eagles maybe because just of how many records they've sold. They've sold 150 million records, and they are the fifth highest selling music act and the highest selling American band in U.S. history. Yeah, ever. Yeah, but, but a lot of their shit also does suck. (laughs) so uh i can say this we know the eagles are going to get eliminated now because there's no way in hell i'm going to vote for the fucking eagles again okay but we we have to give them their due i i i think the eagles are a really great example of the fact that you don't have to like a band or an artist to appreciate their importance like I right. hate the fucking eagles to quote the big lebowski they they are vital to the progression and development of rock and roll in America. You can't, you cannot argue that. They just are. Yeah. And they, they they change the face of music. That being said, the Eagles are off this fucking list. So, Bye-bye. one of my votes is going to go to Aerosmith because I think it is a tragedy that neither of you two bastards voted for them. So, that leaves us in a very interesting position because I still have not cast my second vote. So, we have both of you voting for Metallica and then one vote for Aerosmith from me, one vote from the Ooh. for the dead from Ethan, and one vote for Pearl Jam from Christian. So theoretically, if I voted for Metallica, that would be the three of us all agreeing that they are the greatest American rock band ever. Wow. It's possible. Yes. Yes. This is possible, Donald. It's true. So we've talked about we the, talk, we've talked about we the dead. About I know, hold on. We've yeah. talked about the dead and we've talked about Pearl Jam. And we've touched on Aerosmith a little bit. Now, Aerosmith are often given the title of America's Greatest Rock Band because a lot of people see them like that just because of when they, you know, how they developed in the 70s and kind of sort of laying the groundwork for rock and roll then. And, you know, Dream On, Sweet Emotion, Walk This Way, then Dude Looks Like a Lady, Janie's Got a Gun, Living on the Edge, Steven Tyler's odd face changes over the years, (laughs) you know, and everybody from, you know, I mean, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, even Metallica have named Aerosmith as a massive influence. I think Guns N' Roses, well, yeah, Guns N' Roses covers Mama Kim. You know, Wikipedia tells me that Aerosmith is the best-selling American hard rock band of all ever. time. Yes, 150 plus million. You know, they're they're a huge selling act. They're still around. They're tied for the most multi-platinum albums by an American band. So Aerosmith, I think, has more chops than Pearl Jam or the Grateful Dead. So what I would like to move make a move okay. to say is the two Fair. bands we should be stuck with to discuss and let duke it out are Metallica and Aerosmith. Okay. Ethan? Okay. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll accept that. So that brings us to the one band that neither of us have had a bad thing to say about yet. And believe me, once we start talking about them, you know I will. Let's talk about Metallica. 
Now, I I believe all three of us are in agreement about how absolutely amazing Metallica's first record, Kill 'Em All, is. Sure, and that's not even where, but that's not where I'd start. Where I mean, would I'd you start, start Ethan? I'd start with Ride the Lightning. Ride I think the Lightning. Kill 'Em All was like a warm up. Kill 'Em All was a warm up. <laughs> that's a hell of a warm up. Well, it's it's a fantastic album, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't close to Rise of Lightning or Master of Puppets, which I think is their crown jewel. That's their masterpiece, Master of Puppets. You know that is I, that is I the popular heard... pick. That is the popular pick is Puppets. Well, it is. I mean, it sold the most too. Um, and in terms of uh, well, not uh, not more than Metallica, not more right than the Black it, at the time album, it sold the most. At yeah. the time, yes. Yeah. My personal favorite is kind of a, a fan favorite, I think, is and Justice for All. Me too. And that, that was actually the song, the album that got me into into hard rock and metal in the first place. Um, and then, of course, we have the, the to deal with the late '90s, and we have to deal with Load and Reload, and then we have Garage Inc. And then, God help us, Saint Anger, which came. To are, are you wait? Are you going to attempt to shit on Load and Reload? No, uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to defend Load and Reload as good albums. I will. De- I will asking. defend. No, I will defend were, Load and Reload as good albums. They were. They were better okay. than Saint Anger. And dude, I farted the- last week, and it was better than Saint Anger. Well, this is true. The, the uh, only thing worse than Saint Anger was Lulu with Lou Reed. Ooh, uh, ooh what a miss that. That was. was bad. That was bad. But but here's here's where Metallica is redeemed by their downfall, right? They had a lot of messed up shit happen from like you know let's say the year 2000 or 98 or 99 to like 2010 uh, 2008 actually when death magnetic came out, I think mm-hmm. death magnetic was their was their revival. That was like, okay, we still have some life here. It wasn't a perfect album, but it was, but it was fuckloads better than some, everything else. It had some good, it had some strong points to it. I mean, it was, I liked it. Well, I might stretch to say I liked it more than load, but okay. it was, it was mm-hmm. harder. Uh, I hate to use, that's a generic term, but it was, it was grittier than load. And, and reload. I don't know, Ethan. Right? Would you say so? Well, yeah, I, 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 I think that Death Magnetic is an ob, is an objectively better album than Load and Reload. Lo, load no, is certainly know. not a heavy record. I mean, I think the the heaviest thing off Load is what maybe Ain't My Bitch or yeah, maybe well, like Bleeding Me on the on the second side. I th- or you know, no, Waste My Hate is actually probably the heaviest song on Joel. Load. Yeah. So load, load. Forget about reload for a second. Load is an inconsistent album at best. It really is not. Okay, I will give you inconsistent. I don't think it's a bad stuff. record. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, no. uh, 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 yeah. Hero There's of the Day is freaking lame. King Nothing was lame. Until it sleeps was it's, lame. It's a, it's a, it's a there's, it's, there's a lot of crap. But on I, that but album. I like I poor twisted me. Crap on Death Magnet. No, I think Death Magnetic is a much more consistent record. My point is, and yeah. and, and I don't know how much you've heard of the new record, but I think it's. I think the the brand new, the one that's coming out next week? Moth and yeah. is a great song. Okay. Hardwired. Christian, like you and I were just talking about this the other day. The first yeah. two singles were good. The one they just put out uh, last week, Atlas, Rise or whatever, I thought was absolutely horrible. But it's a double album, so there's going to be some crap. But they're, mm. they're, heading, they're, heading, in the right, they're heading back in the right direction, I feel. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going through some of my old Metallica and music archive fun goodies. Yeah. And the box, the the live shit binge and purge Ooh, yeah. box set. So there's for for those nerds out there who do not have this, there's a 80 page book or whatever. And some of the nerdy things that I like to read, it has in there. And this is what from '92 or something like that that this came out. 1993. Joel? I got it. I got it for my birthday. Oh no, no, for the holidays because it came out in November and it was amazing because it had it had VHS tapes and CDs and it had like a a. a fake tour pass and it had a stencil in it of and oh 
so good. But the thing that, that really jumped out to me is I'm leafing through that book and they had album sales from the black album and they had it broken down. This is stuff that they, you know, brought from management and stuff like that, but they had sales by country and it was like Budapest, Budapest 13,000 albums, you know, South Africa here, there, and that I'm like, who else could the grateful dead have that? Could Pearl Jam have that? No, the, the the dead never sold well outside of the states. They had a bit of success in Europe, but they they were only big in the states. But not to the degree of this. Like they went, uh, Metallica went to I, like India for the first time, and you know had sure. however many tens of thousands of fans there. I don't know if there's any other band that is a worldwide mm-hmm. phenomenon like these guys. That's correct. And I was also going to add that I think in order to be considered the winner of this competition, you have to have a best-selling, amazing live album which obviously the Grateful Dead has plenty of, uh, the Aerosmith does not. And yeah, they do. Texas Jam. Does. No, they... Dude, Texas what? Jam, late 70s, the live... Trust me, it's called Aerosmith Live. It is insane. But I hear what you're saying, that it is not live shit, binge and purging. If you even say S&M, no, I will literally reach for... No, that wasn't... I was not even thinking about S&M. What it actually sounds like that we're saying is... Metallica is the greatest American rock band ever. I think we have to say that. <laughs> Metallica, right. They, they brought metal I mean, into the in, mainstream. From, from influence, what does everyone talk about? When everyone talks about thrash and whatnot, they bring up the big four, but who's the biggest of the big four, right? And right. how many bands? And, and that, see, that, that right there, that's the key. This is why they're the greatest American rock band, because they bridged gaps in a genre that is unbridgeable. I mean, you don't find grandmothers who, who, know, who know a Slayer song, but I'm sure that you can find a grandma out there who knows, you know, uh, Enter Sandman, you know, they, or they, they've heard of it or they understand what it is. Or there's, just, there's, a, there's a level of crossover there that is that no other metal band has ever touched. I, I, I find it hard to argue here. You know, I mean, I feel like Metallica was on the... Is, is on, here's, you know what? Here's what it is to me. Metallica have not put out a great record in well over a decade. And yet... If they came to town, mm-hmm. there is no question I would go see them because it would still be an absolutely amazing live show. And I think yes. that they fulfill all of the things that we're talking about. They've got the live show. They tour all over the world and have fans that are rabid as, as American fans are. They have been playing for many, many years. It's been what? I don't know, 30 years? 30 years that they since they since Since a four? So since then, we are calling... Metallica, the greatest American rock band ever. I will ask each of you your favorite Metallica song and your favorite Metallica album. This is so that our so that the listeners know what they should go listen to first. So I will start with you, Ethan. Favorite album first, because song is obviously going to take us a little longer to think of. Nope, not going to take me long at all. I know both of them. I mean, the song and the album that started it all for me, as I've kind of alluded to before, yep. uh, and Justice for All is the album from uh, released back in '88. They have a song called One, absolutely changed my life. That album, it's, it's one of the greatest metal songs of all time. Uh, it's got everything in it, and it's, it's got some depth to it lyrically. It's, it, you know, it's about war, um, and it, it's absolutely stunning, and, it, and it's an amazing, an amazing song from an amazing album. All right, Christian, favorite album and song from Metallica? We've talked about this before, and it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, my favorite album, I think, as a whole is master of puppets from front to back or back to the front if you will it is a just it's solid all the way through it's consistent the the recording 
the the production on it, the sound, it, it it was all there. It was just amazing. Now, my favorite song, though, if I had to choose one, you do. might be "Seek and Destroy." Seek and Destroy from the first album. The the energy on that, the way it makes me want to pump my fist in the air like a dork. <laughs> um, and and the, the live version on uh, on Binge and Purge, oh, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, just it's just jamming and whatever. Like, there's nothing that gets my like blood going more than like cranking that thing up. The opening riff to that uh-huh. like makes my hair stand on end. Excellent. So for me, my my favorite album is simple. It's 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 the first record, Kill 'Em All. No metallic album for that for me has ever come close to it. While I do love Puppets and Justice and the Black Album and Ride the Lightning and you know pretty much everything leading up to Reload, to me. Kill 'em all, you know, Christian. I I text you a lot of mornings where I'm just like, yeah, I've already gotten through Kill 'em all twice, and it's like nine fifteen in the morning. It is, it is. I love that record, but my favorite song by Metallica all time actually comes off of Master of Puppets. It's a uh, Sanitarium. Welcome home is my oh. all time favorite Metallica song. I re- yeah. I really don't know why. It's just one of those songs that. I always connect with every single time, and I love Seek and Destroy. Seek and Destroy is a very close second, but man, Sanitarium to me is just the ultimate Metallica song. So, uh, wow. Well, I'm I'm actually pretty amazed here that we 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 got this done without killing each other. Ethan, yeah. Christian, thank you for joining in on this lively conversation as we have named Metallica the greatest American rock band ever. Rachel, Joe, wait. Yes, honey. What about Kiss? Absolutely not. <laughs> Bands, that band is fucking clown shoes. So, what did you think of our choices? Who would your pick be? Hit me on Twitter at, at @getearfuel or at the Daily Guru to let me know. And of course, thanks to Ethan, who is at Ethan Fixell, F I X E L L, and Christian at C A S C Bus for coming in and telling me why I'm wrong. Now, before we wrap the episode, I do, of course, have your weekly Earfuel listening assignment. For those of you new to the podcast, each week I assign an album to listen to in full beginning to end without any distractions or interruptions. It stems from the idea that these days music has been largely relegated to a background task. You're at the gym, you're at work, you're driving, you're whatever. And this assignment is about taking some time each week to consciously listen to music for the sake of the music alone. This week's assignment is simple. Dig into Metallica. Go grab Kill 'em All, Ride the Lightning, or Injustice for All, and hit us up on Twitter to tell me your favorite. It's that simple. So that's all for this week. My thanks once again to Ethan and Christian for joining me. As always, the podcast is available in the Google Play and iTunes store, along with at GetEarFuel.com. That is your weekly Ear Fuel. Share and enjoy. Enjoy.